0: Welcome to Two Girls Who Read, a podcast where we discuss, sometimes calmly, sometimes not, the most popular topics troubling or entertaining the readers of the 21st century. The book community on TikTok has grown and expanded so much that now on the social media app, the hashtag BookTalk has over 3 billion views. With fame comes followers and opinions, which the BookTalk community has plenty of. Us, your co-hosts, Lily Hope and Olivia Grace, dive into a new book-related topic each episode, let us know your thoughts on our podcast episodes on our podcast TikTok at Two Girls Who Read Podcast, where you can also find exclusive behind the scenes clips from our unreleased episodes. Also, if you're feeling really nice, check out our individual TikToks at the Book Readers and at It's Olivia Grace underscore. Now with all that said, let's get right into today's topic.
1: Just like Throne of Glass. Especially the title of the episode. Just like it's dot 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 throne of glass. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, spoiler warning for the entire series obviously we don't need to make the spoiler warning longer than it needs to be okay well, let's get into it
0: okay so i mean i we have been wanting we had like a whole list of Throne of glass podcasts, like episode ideas right and like that we wanted to do because i don't know if you guys know it took Olivia forever to read through glass.
1: Like, okay. Why do you always <laughs> bring this up every time? You're like, I don't know. I never like guys. Lily takes forever to read a book. And you know Okay. Okay. But every single time. Here's the thing.
0: I always say it's funny because when we started this podcast, you were starting this series. <laughs>
1: And then... <laughs> why do you put it like that?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then okay. And so everyone always requested three on a glass po- uh like podcast, but we could never really make them because like besides like the brief mention, but we never really had like entire episodes dedicated to the series because obviously Olivia wasn't done. And so we um we did one when she finished the series. We, like, unpacked, like, Kingdom of Ash. But now, I think we're yeah, just going to be... literally,
1: like, half an hour after I finished the series. We, like, <laughs> yeah, the we, unpa- we unpacked
0: Kingdom of Ash. But that was just, like, Kingdom of Ash. And, like, I don't know. I feel like Olivia... I know. Well, we talked a little bit about the others. But, like... Yeah, but I feel like Olivia and I both have some very concrete opinions on like the characters and the books and things like that. So we're just gonna be like running through it. There's like no structure. We're just gonna like say something and then the other person can like say their opinion on it. We're planning on doing like favorite scenes, favorite books, like our opinions on all the couples, our opinions on the major characters fun stuff like that
1: so we've been doing a lot of podcast episodes at the moment where we just kind of just talk like it's a conversation so it's almost as if it's what a podcast literally... is
0: supposed to be look at us go we have done it again <laughs>
1: It's not as structured though. It's just a conversation kind of like I feel like we have podcast episodes where it's very structured. For sure. So it's like if you're listening, just like grab some food and like chill out and let's talk about books, you know? And you can hear our opinions and you can see if you agree with us or disagree
0: with us or hate our opinions. I don't know. Maybe they'll stop listening after they hear this podcast episode, but
1: hopefully not. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so what are we, yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what are we going to start with first? Why don't we start
0: with, like, the major characters, like, obviously, it's going to be impossible, we can't go through all the characters, we cannot go through all the characters, there's so, there's so many, many main but characters, we can do the major ones, like, I'm going to say, like, top seven characters of the series, in my opinion, okay. the top, the, the ones that so, have the most, like, Book
1: time, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's like screen time but book edition. Yeah. Uh, so obviously. So that's like Aiden. Obviously Aylin, R- Rowan. Rowan, Darian, Kale. Kale honestly didn't have that much book time, but since he has his own book, it kind of made up for it the time that he lost.
0: And he was like one of the OGs. Uh, like he's
1: from book one, so I guess he can he can be in it. Very true. Kale. He can be in there. Kale. Uh, that's only four adian and lysandra, and lysandra. yeah because they're in King they had the whole thing and then manon um, question mark oh seven. yeah manon of course manon. there's seven. yeah okay
0: let's do it so i think we have to start out with the queen herself aelin
1: i'm about to cut <laughs> in and be like may <laughs> <laughs> i
0: was really considering it that's what that pause was That's really considered being like
1: kale <laughs> Yes, queen. <laughs> queen kale. Okay, but Ailyn. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so Why don't we just start by uh, you talking about your, your interesting attachment to <laughs> Miss Galicinius <herself? laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, hear me out, everybody. So there may or may not have been a period in time where I did go on Amazon and fully purchase, like... <laughs> Oh, like a knife—not <laughs> a knife, but like a practice, like knife. Like, so basically, there was this really—it's called a butterfly knife, but you can get practice ones. And where the knife is supposed to be, that they put like a hair comb instead. <laughs> and I bought that because I just like loved Aylan so much, and I wanted to—I want to I wanna be her. Like, who wouldn't want to be Aylan? You know, she really is just the baddest bitch of them all. And so. Uh, yeah, I really like Aylin. I think she's really cool. Um, I think she, honestly, like, I do think she's just like the best main protagonist in like any book series I've ever read. Because I feel like when you have a book series that big, like, it's very easy for you to always go towards the side character. But Especially because there's but so like many side uh, characters, right? There's so many. And they're all really good, but like Throne of Glass is the first book series I've ever kind of read where everyone can kind of collectively agree that the main character is the best. Like Harry Potter could never. Like Harry Potter's like and so under like underrated in his own series. Nobody's like I love Harry Potter. There was like I love Hermione or Luna or whatever. But in Throne of Glass, is always like I love Aelin, and that's just like really cool to me.
0: Aelin, she's definitely one of the best protagonists that I've like ever read about, and she just had so much, so much growth, and you can really see it in her character because we saw her as so many different people, right? Like we Mm. saw her as Selena, and then we saw her as obviously Aelin, and then all of her other little like side alter egos that that she's got going,
1: yeah. for sure Um, i feel like aelin really pushed the boundaries because the main character when you're reading a book series from like a majority of one character's pov like the main character they usually have to be so one-dimensional because to make it less complicated in reading the other things because the bias can't really change otherwise it can get very confusing when reading a book series right mm -hmm. and so yeah like if percy jackson turned into the villain halfway through the story you know that's a completely different perspective and book series you're going to end up reading I feel like but like Ailyn really pushed the boundaries where we we saw her grow from like in Throne of Glass she's not really like the hero you know she is kind of only in it because she's like look like like I just want to have freedom. Like I don't want to go back to prison. So I guess I'll like do. I guess I'll like compete in this competition and like protect the prince because if the prince or the king dies and this competition ends, like that was really like Selena, Selena's perspective, and we uh-huh. really saw her go from that to Kingdom of Ash. She really was just kind of like in it for all the right reasons. I feel like, which was such a cool, like so different because you she was so just like three dimensional. And, yeah, which is so rare for a main protagonist.
0: Well, and the thing about Ailen too is we saw her at, like all her all the points, right? Like we saw her, we saw her mm. at like her really lowest point at, at the end of the Assassin's Blade, obviously, and then the first Throne of Glass book, and arguably you could say Crown of Midnight too. She wasn't she wasn't doing her best. Um, she was doing a little better <laughs> in that book though, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and then we saw her at like her first breaking point which was like in air of fire and then we just saw her at her most like mm. badass like level of like character development and like queen of shadows and then empire of storms it was like i remember when you were reading empire of storms and you the biggest aelin stan personally have claimed yourself as the aelin galathinius um, i am the head of the aelin gal
1: indeed you
0: were like i'm just not vibing with aelin right now and i was like yeah i totally get that because you could just tell, like she was so afraid, and she was really acting out. And then King of Ash, we just like saw her like her utmost breaking point, and mm. then that, and then we saw her recover from that. And then yeah. I think so. Just we've been taking on so many like ups and downs, and ups and downs, and like so many like complex character arcs that I feel like it just made her such a good character. Mm.
1: By the end, yeah. By the end, you're like I, I don't know. For me, it. <laughs> Sarah JMS, like with all the Throne of Glass characters, but specifically Aelin, like she's such a specific character and so complex and detailed by the end of the series. So, like, I genuinely can't believe that, like, this is just like an imaginary person, you know? Like, I feel, and not in this, not in the sense of like Aelin has to be real, not at all, but I'm like, this blows my mind that, like, this isn't based off of like a real person or anything. Like, this is just completely made up. Like, Cause she's just so complex by the end of it,
0: yeah. And
1: yeah, especially EOS Aylan. Like looking back on it, it really was like Aylan's transition of being kind of um, not on the not the bad guy, but like she really was like afraid of kind of becoming this like the queen because I think of the responsibility that came with that was like people expected her to be good. And I felt like it was just a really interesting time to kind of read that. It was a very interesting thing to read because Aylan was very, like, there's a lot of times where Aylan's like, it was just, like, so much easier when, like, everyone thought I was dead and I could, like, do whatever I wanted. And then now she's, like, I don't know if I can be queen. And I don't know. She's just a really awesome character. And, yeah. Whenever I
0: think about that, I just think of her, like, sitting, like, in the water with, like, with Rowan and she's, like, crying because she's, like, so tired. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, that always gets me every time. So speaking of, we should talk about Rowan because I feel like yes, people have in- people have mixed opinions on Rowan. I feel like, which is like surprising because when I first read the series, like I was like, oh, everyone loves Rowan. But then after I read the series, like I actually saw that people actually have a lot of different opinions on Rowan, and that's very interesting to me.
1: Honestly, I have mixed opinions on Rowan. Like I remember reading Air Fire, and I was just like this is the guy I was like this is the guy (laughs) I was like that's ridiculous but I think it's interesting because honestly looking at it Rowan really is just kind of like as complex of a character as kind of Aitlin but it's just we don't see it from his POV and so a lot of the times like you very much see it from an outsider's point of view yeah and the only time I realized like I want to finish The times when I hated like... Oh, not hated, but I disliked Rowan... Was the moments where he was just like... You couldn't understand him... And so I'm like, if the book was told from Rowan's POV in those moments, I totally think, like, there never would have been a moment that I disliked him. But it was just a thing of, like... He didn't
0: that's the, he the didn't really do anything wrong to make me dislike him at any point. And I thought that he actually was, like, a really cool character. Because I feel like when people talk about him, they really forget, the, like, everything he's been through. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like because mm. he was, like, released from his blood oath to Maeve in, like, Air of Fire, people see almost see it as, like, it, like, didn't happen. Like, they talk about, like, Lorcan yeah. and Fenrace is, like bond to Maeve but if you think about it they were only bonded to Maeve for maybe like what like less than a year longer than Rowan was right because Mm -hmm. he would have had like everything like however many years it was before our fire and so I feel like then there was like that whole thing and then he lost his like quote-unquote mate and his child like even though Leary never ended up being his mate first of all he still loved her and he also still had a child with her that also died like Rowan Mm -hmm. was gonna be a dad like let's just think about that for a minute
1: I can't because that makes me really uncomfortable I know. because Aelin's like such a child. I can't. Like he, was good, like, like he was going
0: to be like a father. And I just like, yeah. And so I feel like people always and I, forget about
1: that with him. Like everything he lost. And right? honestly, I hear the the times that people don't like, like, I feel like it's pretty a general consensus that like EOS Rowan and Kingdom of Ash Rowan were very like, they were the better versions of Rowan that we saw But I feel like a lot of people forget that, like, in Air of Fire and Queen of Shadows, a lot of the moments that I see Rowan get hated on for, he was, like, that was him going through, like, his trauma. Yeah. And it was, yeah. And I think it was just we were so focused on Aelin and we were, like, we want to see, like, Aelin get better. The thought of, like someone else coming in and also having, like, an equal amount of trauma, it was honestly an inconvenience, I feel like, like, at some times, and that's why people got annoyed at Rowan. Or, um, I that's what I felt like sometimes, anyway. Like, Aylan would be going through so much, and then next thing you hear Rowan just, like, telling Aylan that she would be better off dead, you're just like, What? Uh, james anyway uh, like not um, the time james
0: <laughs> yeah i just feel like people like saw rod's trauma and they're like oh we don't have time to unpack all of that right now <laughs> just like moved on <laughs> honestly yeah <laughs> and like but overall he is a cool dude
1: I like him. He was... The, he's a great dude. He, and... He was such like a good f- character. The blueprint for supportive boyfriend. For sure. Like, he was with Aelin through thick and thin. And even though... Honestly, of Ash he kind of didn't have much of a personality. His main personality trait was being Aelin's, like, mate. But, um... Okay. You know... Yeah, that was completely fine. Honestly, he's still very iconic. And also, I forget. I think, just to, for a final thing to add people forget how much of a huge role Rowan played into the series like I feel like a lot of people just write uh draw Rowan off as like the love interest but like when we got to think about like pretty much half of the war plans that they use like Rowan always came up with those yeah I know people always
0: forget that he was like literally like a soldier like before like you know we
1: yeah like people always say that like Aelin was the leader but I'm like Honestly, I feel like Rowan played a pretty equal part oh, in sure. the team's like survival. It's just that like he was more silent about it.
0: Yeah, 100%. Um <laughs> okay, moving on to our next character. Who do we want to talk about?
1: I feel like I feel like we should do kind of a smaller one mm. and then you just like space it out a bit. I want to do like none of them are really small. <laughs> <though. What's the laughs> I alien? was like do
0: keep but I'm like okay i don't know where you're going with that but okay, okay. yeah adian um okay i feel like i have really unpopular opinions on adian because adian he is a really unpopular character especially for kingdom of ash but mm. my personal opinion on adian is he genuinely like obviously he was terrible to lysandra in kingdom of ash and you really can't excuse what he's done but if you really think about it if you look at the end of empire storms so first of all he finds out that like so not only is his cousin slash his like only surviving family like kidnapped and like you know could be dead
1: um mm. but also uh, after fight, thinking she was dead for how many after, years yeah she's just, just reunited,
0: yeah he finds out that his like He meets his father, who he's never met before in his life, like, very recently before this. He—his only, like, person he could literally lean on during that time was, like, Sandra. And he really felt like he was developing a connection with her. And then he could never feel like he was—like, even—so after he found out that Aelin and Lysandra's plan was just, you know, have him, like, have kids with Lysandra so they would, like, look like, you know, like, the Ash River Galathinius line or whatever— um mm. he like wasn't even sure if lysandra even liked him or if that was all just like a ploy so that yeah. she, right so then he felt like so betrayed by lysandra
1: mm. and then he literally says he's like how much of it was true or like it feels like a
0: lie like yeah. he said that a lot and then mm. the other thing too is he's leading this battle and they're losing like all of these men are dying and the mm. battle that they went through in you Kingdom know, of Ash, like, it was not going well for them. You know what I
1: mean? And so. Yeah, and here's the thing, too. Like, sorry to cut in, but like, if we look at what everyone else was doing, there isn't nearly. I feel like Rowan, uh, the Adrian and Lysandra were by far having the most mentally and physically exhausting time in the book. Like, they really did. They were, they were yeah. fighting the entire book. And it was like. Yeah, that's great. But it really did feel like that, like, AD and Lysandre are literally day in, day out, fighting, exhausted, mm-hmm. hungry, Almost losing body. dying battle. A Their times. friends are dying. Yeah, exactly. And then we just cut to, like, a little... Then we just cut to Dorian and the <laughs> like, banging. And i was like, sorry. But I can't, like... I can't stand it when people are like, oh, they didn't really do much in that book. I'm like, excuse really me? like, care. that book. Like, would have followed without them. And... A hundred percent. So, Adian,
0: I have nothing else to say about that man. I just have... He has all my... He has I my think respect. he's overhated. He's so overhated. Yeah. I, I respect Adian Like, a
1: lot. Literally. And let's not forget about the fact that how how loyal... Like, I it pissed me, honestly, the times that Aileen kind of pissed me off the most was when he would just, like... She would just take Adrian for granted so much, and I'd be like, girl... Like, Adian would stick through Aileen through thick and thin and then be like what's the plan and she'd be like oh wouldn't you like to know and you're just like yes Aylin, like,
0: yes you would like to know thank you for enlightening <laughs> us and, this is
1: like, and I feel like he's earned the right like you're telling Lysandra your plans and not Adian like I'm yeah. sorry I stand Lysandra but like you hated the girl like for more than half until like six months ago Adian has been like he was the original member of your court yeah. and you're just like no, we can't tell and he just because, he yeah. He just
0: went through so much for her and he's an overhated character and BookTok needs to calm down about him because he's just...
1: BookTok really just was like, it's cool to hate Adian, And I know I that sir, people who BookTok hate don't that. actually hate Adian. Yeah,
0: because, yeah. I don't know, BookTok decides what characters they hate and then they just run if with it. If you think about it for more
1: than two seconds, there's literally, like, Aiden's completely fine. For sure. Honestly. Um, But speaking Mm. of
0: characters that BookTok just decided to hate, let's talk Kale. (laughs) (laughs) Because I personally don't really have any negative opinions about the dude. Like, he's definitely not my favorite character by any, like, means of the definition. But, like, I don't hate him (laughs) at all. I think
1: this is where it gets interesting because I hated Kale (laughs) and not because it was cool not because I didn't even know that BookTok hated Kale in fact I saw too many I only ever saw like love and support for Kale on like my for you page and it would annoy me so much because I'd be like and um but it's I just have such mixed opinions on Kale because I hated him so much and then like Lily would ask me like why do you hate him and then I would like try and come up with a reason I'm like his face just really annoys this me. Is I mean, true. This <laughs> is a conversation we've had. But...
0: Yeah. I feel like everyone hates Kale for, like... There's one reason why people hate Kale. Everyone hates, like, Queen of Shadows Kale when he looks at Aelin and he said, calls her a monster, which that was uncalled for. But... How Rowan is it any different... How is it any yeah. different than Rowan being like, Aelin, just go die. The world would be better off. Like, that... Like, it's... i'm not saying that like excusing his behavior by saying one is worse than the other because obviously i'm not trying to excuse what he did but also you have to look at it that you can't stand one of them and then hate the other for the exact same reason like it makes no sense
1: you can't pick and choose what parts to love what was that quote? I kind of <laughs> was onto something there. <laughs> right idea, wrong, wrong character. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, honestly, though, like uh, something that I will say is, I did finish *Tara Dawn*, and honestly, when I first heard that Kale was the book, like *Tara Dawn* was about Kale, because I didn't realize until honestly you you told me Lily after you finished it. So I'd already kind of, I think I was like halfway through Erifire. And I I was very upset. I was like, what? You, you have all these characters and you're telling me Kale, like green vegetable dude, like got a book. Um but h- however, looking back on it honestly, I'm really really glad that he got that book because it did clear things up and it did change like my opinion on for him. For sure. A lot it. I gained a lot of respect on him with, for him through that book. So He really grew yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um,
0: and, you know, I think yeah. that just him getting, I feel like he had a sense of, like, purpose of his own, because I feel like his purpose for so long mm-hmm. was associated with, like, the crown, or, you know, training alien yeah. or whatever it was, and then I feel like he lost all of that, like, very quickly, like, everything really crumbled down for him, right? And then mm. I feel like he kind of regained, like, he had, like, a new sense of purpose in his book and then I feel like that Um, allowed him to have a lot of character development
1: for sure honestly I feel like his journey is very admirable when you look at it on a larger scope because he okay so like he grew up he grew up um and he had he was very comfortable materialistically like his father was a lord um he was his father was an asshole but like Kale did something really admirable from the beginning where he was like, I'm not going to be like my dad and I'm not going to put up with this behavior. And he literally left and then he found Dorian and he regained purpose that way. And then he was fighting for the wrong people and he kind of knew that, but he didn't really know what else to do because if he wasn't with the guard, then like, who was he? And then I find it just super admirable how he really did kind of have even though like he really could have gotten away with the rest of his life with just continuing to fight for the wrong reasons and the wrong morals and ethics, he really said like no I'm not gonna do that and I'm gonna become a person that I'm like proud to be. Um and Yeah, yeah and I totally so respect I really respected it I really respected it. And yeah I
0: must say Wild Tower of Dawn was amazing and I was so glad that we got a book from Kales POV. I still feel hurt that we got a book from Kale's POV before we got one from Manana Dorian's POV, but it's fine. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Speaking we of... We know that you're hurt about that, sweetie. I heard about that, yeah. I, well, cause, because the thing is, I didn't even like think that, about it. I feel it. like... I didn't even think about it, but then I, when I finished the series,
0: I, like, got on the side of TikTok that was, like, bitching about that, <laughs> <laughs> and, and I was, <laughs> like, like, you know what, I was right. like, you know what, you're right, and you should say it. And then ever since then, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> why did <do?"> it?
1: <laughs> hey, I think, though, I strongly believe, though, it's because it, the ne- if she does another thread of Glass book, it will be Monona Dorian But that's like, a big if. We did get one about Kale. We did. <laughs> we did. Yeah, but honestly, I'm so ready for Sarah J. Mass. Like, when I'm like, fully. I'm like. 30 something year old like you know mm-hmm. just living the the housewife <laughs> life or, or something or whatever and then out of nowhere my you know maybe like my niece or my nephew was like hey like my friends reading this new release at the moment called like throne of glass <laughs> i'm like bitch what <laughs> and i'm like, they're like yeah she just really yeah, the latest book came out, like, two weeks ago, <laughs> and it'll be, like, a Manonadour, and, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, let's go you like, to, like, call me like, up, I haven't spoken friend. to
0: you in, like, eight years, and you're like,
1: why? <laughs> um, so we'll be like, it's time, we need to reunite.
0: <laughs> okay, That's a, this is a really good segue into
1: Manon. Let's. No, we we're gonna start talking about Lysandra.
0: Like <laughs> You know what, Olivia? I've tried to do the transitions here. You know, it's hard to carry this by myself.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, I'll do the next segue. My bad. Sorry. Do you need a massage to carrying the weight of this podcast on your shoulders, Lily? I do. Oh, Oh, wow! okay, I'll get you like a coupon or something um, <laughs> okay, okay, Manon. Let's talk about Manon. How's that for you? Good for you oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Manon, I did not like Manon. When oh, no, I know you did met her at. And I was so disappointed because Ma- because Lily finished the series and then before I even met Manon and she was like I stand Manon Manon's my queen like blah 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 like mm-hmm. honestly I can't decide whether I like Manon or Aylan better and then <laughs> I met Manon like little bitch to her bitchy grandmother Manon and I was like who is this I was like this is what oh, I'm not I I will not speak of. And, not, and her chapters were so boring. Sweetie. Her chapters in like, Airfire no were really boring. Her chapters in Airfire yeah. were really
0: boring. But I feel like the main reason for that is because we had to, like, have, like, world building so fast. Like, we had to, like, get to know, like, the whole world of the witches in, like, five chapters. <laughs> like,
1: I feel like oh, that was... Oh, it was more than five. I wish it was only five chapters. Okay, well, I don't but... remember how
0: many it was. It's been a hot minute since I've read Airfire. But... <laughs> anyway we had to learn everything about the witches in one like very like short amount of time but what i found really funny is around the time that i was reading the series like kind of right when i finished i saw this tiktok of this girl explaining she's like i read the entire throne of glass series and didn't read a single pov from Manon, and i still liked the series and i'm like you didn't read the series and I hate to break it to you, but Wait. You didn't. What? Yeah, the, she read the series so she and it? every POV that Manon was in, or that like it was like Dorian's POV, but like he was with Manon. Like she didn't read them.
1: I, my joy. I feel <laughs>
0: right like I still remember this. This is like this is a TikTok from like August, so this was a hot minute ago. But I still remember this so well. And then everyone in the comments was talking to her and being like, "Okay, so like." You so you don't know anything about the thirteen and she's like no, and so they're like and they're like so you didn't like Manon and Dorian as a couple or she's like oh they dated and she, everyone was like what <laughs> okay well, you you didn't even read it
1: <laughs> that oh that does not sit right with me <laughs> I do not think. so Homegirl's really saying she read the kale chapter <laughs> the KL POV but not the Manon not the Manon yeah so oh my. Fucking God. She wouldn't even know Freaky Dorian. That's me. <laughs> what did not even know na- I'm sorry. I couldn't understand that. <laughs> I'm <laughs> hyperventilating right now. She wouldn't even know the full scope of the character Freaky Dorian. Which is, we no. only saw that with Minot.
0: Oh, imagine reading the whole That's sort of the, series the and that not being in your me. life.
1: <laughs> I swear. it's not. She has no right to say that she even read this series. I did not know this. is funny. I should have told you about I ages really in I the you about it ages ago. I wasn't really pressed in the beginning. I ages <laughs> ago. I wasn't really pressed in the beginning, but not reading that series without experiencing freaking Dorian <laughs> once. That's where you've crossed a line. You've crossed a line that cannot be undone. Like, I'm sorry. Oh my god! I'm clearing this
0: now. This is making I'm making this into a podcast TikTok. This is serious, yes.
1: <laughs> guys. Go check out our podcast TikTok to see me having made this audio <laughs> at Two Girls Who Read podcast. <laughs> oh um,
0: but I okay for me, I had a very like I feel like I had a very different opinion of Manon than like you did because obviously I thought her chapters in Airfire were boring. Like obviously I I'm not stupid. They were boring. As fuck.
1: But, <laughs> but then... We stand an honest queen. <laughs> but then,
0: Queen of Shadows, I really liked Manon. And then, but you still hated Manon at the time I of like. Queen of Shadows.
1: She was still, like, just so, like, under... I, was, I know Queen of Shadows, still- Manon almost, like, rubbed me the wrong way more because I could see the potential, but she was just not letting herself, like be an independent queen because of her grandmother and it was just pissing me off so much i was like come on queen like you can do it like become I a badass i just stitch. really
0: liked banan because every chapter of hers that progressed through queen of shadows you just like saw more and more like her rage level at like all these like members of authority That's like and higher and higher and i just like knew we were building up to like a huge like like freaking mental breakdown that she was about to have like this big freak yeah. out and
1: I just like and that mental breakdown <laughs> was that battle between her the grandmother and, her and Manon that was so and that was iconic I know the
0: exact quote it was like she like picked up the wind cleaver and brought it straight down really? on her grandma and I was I remember being like yeah that was so good because
1: I yeah I like fangirl screamed at that part and then Oh, it was just... That whole battle was so good. And then how she kind of, like, fell. And then, like, a Braxos caught her. And her, like, yeah. guards were, like, hanging out. I was, like... All I could picture that and I was, like... This on the screen would have the uh, cinema, like... Don't whoosh. even... Oh, that would be so really. good. And then... Yeah.
0: And then she just had so much development even with like her 13 right like she Mm. she did everything for her 13 like everything even in that scene with her grandmother she did that and she was when she put that wind cliff down on her grandmother she was perfectly prepared to die like she told her 13 Mm. to go Like, she told them to, like, skid-dad.
1: Yeah. And, And I I feel like it was so interesting that we... She went through, like, an entire, like, two books, you could argue, like, Air of Fire and Queen of Shadows. Like, having this rage build up and knowing that she hated her life, honestly. But mm -hmm. it wasn't until Astrin, like, was suffering the consequences that she really was, like, oh, this will not do. She was, like, like,
0: perfectly okay to suffer the consequences on her own, but then... When she found out that Astrid was being hurt by it, and what I think her real her big turning point was finding out what her because her grandmother hurt her more times than you can even count throughout that series. Oh, yeah, but then when she found out what, the, what her grandmother did to Astrid, like she was like, I wrote, I'm done. This is yeah, so that was like right at the end of Queen of Shadows, and then her the thing with her grandmother happened at the beginning of Empire Storms, right? And so. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, and then that just made it so much more heartbreaking when she lost them. And then you just oh, know yeah. that she has absolutely no one else in the world besides those 13. Like, they were everything to her.
1: And and, and that's cry. why I strongly believe that the next books, like, if she does more Throne Glass books, it's about Manon because her next journey is learning how to do things for herself because mm-hmm. she's done everything for her 13. And so that's why the next... That's why I'm like... Honestly, I hope if she writes a next, like, Another Throne of Glass book, I don't know how she could just write one book because Manon's journey, like, is so... Has too much potential as a multi-book journey because that takes a lot of healing, I feel like, to do where it she's kinda, really
0: just gonna ha- It kind of gives me, like, mm. Nesta energy at the end of Aqua War a little bit where you're like, oh, Literally. you're
1: gonna have to learn so much. <laughs> like do not hit me with the Dorian and Cassie in comparison. Though. I was I not about to that. say that. <laughs> okay. You were <laughs> the <laughs> only one thinking that. <laughs> I know, but I'm just thinking, imagine Dorian being the supportive boyfriend <laughs> that to the same extent that Cassie was. Ginessa. I can't. I'm done. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> but I, I saw this meme, and it's actually more like a fact... Anyway, I never realized this, but I saw it on Pinterest and I have it here. Oh, she's so got it ready. She's got I her sources. Just, I've, oh, yes, yeah, so I got my sources. Cloudy Cat says, <laughs> "Um, I just realized Manon is Red Riding Hood. She wears a red cloak. She's been bringing her grandmother gifts for years. What she didn't realize is her grandmother was the wolf. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, I I was expecting a but, more greater reaction than that Lily. I thought I was mind blown by this shit at two AM. I was like, just no. Okay. Like, 2 <laughs> but, um, True, everything does hit different at 2 AM. But, but speaking no, she's... of freaky Dorian, oh, I tried I tried to segue one time and it didn't work. <laughs> By one time that I tried to segue and you were just like, yes, yeah, so back to Manon. Like this. I'm going to end the call. I'm just like, bye, guys. Have a nice day. Guys,
0: for this podcast episode, it's got to be the most similar to our normal phone calls. This is
1: so... Oh, my God. I'm dead. Um, it's very chaotic. <laughs> okay.
0: So, transitioning. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. There. Okay, Dorian.
1: <laughs> okay. Dor- Dorian's character development, there's two parts to it, as we've established. There's Prince Dorian and Freaky Dorian. And yes, really? the word freaky you does must... have the sparkle emojis around <laughs> it. You don't say. Do you like Freaky Dorian, Olivia? <laughs> I obviously love Prince Dorian better. <laughs> oh no, no! Here's the thing: Prince Dorian was so cute. Like I remember reading *Throne of Glass*, and I was uh, so mad that like Selena and Dorian just like ended because they didn't even like they they didn't even like end up being a relationship. I, when you think about it, they just like the Dorian was like, "So, do you want to like?" Start doing like boyfriend girlfriend things, and then Slender was just like, No thanks, <laughs> no like thanks. slams the door, then starts banging kale. <laughs> like, honestly, and so honestly, like, um, I but I was still uh, so upset because I loved Prince Dorian, uh-huh. he was just such a little soft boy. And I was his like, dogs. Oh,
0: so, like all his
1: dogs, yeah, his and puppies, and I was like, like, He deserves the world, but
0: then. Drama. Okay, he really did. Like, drama. I feel. Drama. Like, I feel like just know what, Like, I feel like we don't realize he was literally raised by a demon. Let's
1: talk about that. <laughs> I never thought about it like that, but literally, he can say like. <laughs> and then he was also what? raised. The what in the like Tarzan is this? You know how Tarzan was raised by like gorillas? He's like, I was raised by demons.
0: And then his mom, like. The thing that makes this character such a good character is the mommy issues and the daddy issues. They <laughs> really, when you combine internet.
1: that, <laughs> it's fine. I feel like 80 people listen to us anyways. 80 people is still a lot, but nevertheless. No, more than oh. that. Well, I can't think it's more than okay. that because then that's embarrassing, isn't it? <laughs> oh,
0: okay, so we're capping it. We're pretending only.
1: Okay, <laughs> eighty people is where I draw the line. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> but like, he was, he was raised by a demon, and then
0: some mom who like just like didn't give a fuck. Like his mom didn't even
1: notice he was a full-on demon. <laughs> I feel like, honestly, that's queen shit, though. Because it really just shows that she was there for the money. Or if she did notice, the mum was just there and she was like, I do not Honestly, I don't give a fuck about my husband. I'm just here for, like, the castle (laughs) and, you know. Yeah, someone, like, added to the tab, like, honestly.
0: (laughs) Well, and then... So there was a whole... There was that whole, like, family issues. And then... Obviously, he had to watch his, like, girlfriend get murdered in front of him. And not in, like, a nice way, either. Like, it was, like, head chopping off. And then, to make it mm. worse, he was like, I literally had the potential to save her, but I didn't. And then, so there's that. And then... Mm. And then he had to, like, couldn't even grieve over it, because then he was just, like, a demon. And then afterwards, Alan was like, okay, you're gonna have to suck it up, because we're going to war. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know, literally, I felt so bad for Dori and literally was just like, oh, finally, uh, let's like, I can finally grieve about my trauma and like process it. And then Alan's just like, yeah, so you're king now. And Kale's getting shipped to the southern continent like in two days and I'm out of here. So to here, have fun and um, maybe like don't process your trauma right now because that could kind of get in the way of like everything and the castle will probably like explode. So let's not do that.
0: So, and, then yeah. all, and, then, and then they all And wonder then how the he, castle did <laughs> just, Like did fall yeah. People wonder <laughs> How he ended up With Manon Like they, they do all that and then he's like Okay guys here's my new girlfriend Manon And they're like how did this happen
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm I'm like, Honestly act Dorian, Oh my god exactly And honestly Dorian like Manon was such a good match after that Because he was like I need, like, protection because it's clear (laughs) that when I'm going through trauma, all you bitches just go to southern continents and leave me in my palace. Like, uh, Manon has a wyvern, okay, that likes me. I know that she's going to come back. He was thinking, he was like, it was a good match, okay? And I don't care what anyone says when they're like, oh, my God, but Dorian and Manon just, like, don't mesh well. It was just sex. And I said this to Lou the other day. Dorian and Monon were just sex in the same way that Nestor and Cassian were just sex for the, like, 60 chapters of <laughs> 60 out of, like, chapters. the 80 chapters of A Court of Silver Flames, okay? Like, don't even at me about that. Like, come on. They were one of the best couples in the series, and you can't even I'm deny it. I'm so glad it, I converted
0: you to that side, because the whole time I was like saying, I was like, Monon and Dorian are my favorite. And you're like, how? Aelon and Roman exist. And I was like,
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ew, why would you bring up that like vanilla version of myself on the internet? That's horrible. <laughs> people are like, yeah. oh but um yeah. Back to the spice, uh Freaky Dorian. <laughs> he was incredible and yeah, love him, stand him. Uh, um we didn't yeah well, people I feel are complaining I we didn't get enough POVs from like Sartak. but I was like, Where would the Dorian POVs, is like? Because when we did get them, they were the best I most iconic parts of Kingdom Ev. They were the I best. Wrong. And then
0: like yeah. he just had so many things that he did were iconic. Obviously, there's an obvious like he went and got all three keys from Morath, whatever. Like that's that's boring, but like he also did so many other good things too. <laughs> I feel
1: like the Morath was still pretty exciting though, in how he outsmarted Maze single-handedly was really cool. and blew up that whole entire place. <laughs> like this, we went from Prince Dorian, and who couldn't even like. Face a Vogue demon by himself. Like, remember in Crown of Midnight when a Vogue demon was there and him and Selena were just like sprinting down the halls? Like, they couldn't even face a single Vogue demon. To him literally becoming a Vogue demon. Like, that's character, <laughs> character development, development. You know what I'm
0: saying? <laughs> um,. <laughs> And then I feel like there's just, like, so many funny underrated things about his character. Like, when he met the Cadre and he was like, oh, my God, they're all so hot. Like,
1: I can't handle this right now. I know. <laughs> I love how out of all the women there, Sarah J. Mass was like, no. To describe Reese's abs, we need to cut to a Dorian POV. <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: and, then, and then also there was, like, the whole part of him, like, shapeshifting into a woman that just, like, sent me. That was so funny um like in kingdom of and he's learning to shape and it was and the way that <laughs> manon
1: <Manonimous> knew <laughs> straight away saying, like, <laughs> like <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um another underrated moment that i not enough people talk about is how dorian literally saved lysandra in the pie py- in skulls bay like i know remember how remember how there was that phase where everyone literally actually it wasn't a phase it ended up going throughout the entire series people were like Aelin would always say, they'd be like, all right, everyone suit up and Dorian just go sit in the corner real quick. He's I know. Know the most powerful and one then, there. Like, he's the only one who's like... But it would make it so much more badass when in the middle of the battle, they'd be like, we're going to lose. And then Dorian would be like, "Freeze Not the on whole my lake. watch. <laughs> yeah, like, freezes the whole leg, like, saves Lysandra's ass, like, murders all these Valg demons, saves Bayon, And then still, next battle rolls around. Dorian you need to go sit in the corner you're not ready for this kind of like violence <laughs> but the Aline get over here <laughs> yeah but Aline you can come with us it just made no, no freaking sense but you just did the perfect segue from Dorian to I Like I was really trying to figure out I was like how am I going to segue between these two characters well, like, yeah you that's it. exactly my what my intention was Yeah, mm. <laughs> I'm so glad you're picking up what I was putting down there <laughs> Okay,
0: so Lysandra. Lysandra? I love Lysandra. Like, she... I don't
1: even have words. Lysandra was so awesome because she went from, like, too many... She really showed, like, that a mean girl character doesn't have to just be a mean girl catty character. Like, she can be complex, which is just so refreshing in today's media because it's so, like, if a girl is pretty... Like, she's instantly catty, and she's not, like, and she's the mean girl. Like, a girl says one mean thing to the other girl, and it's like, oh, it's, like, World War Three. Oh, they're never going to be friends. They have zero potential. Girls, women are so complicated. They can't be friends. They have to always be pitted against each other. And then, like, just really said, no, like, screw that. And she showed up in Queen of Shadows and was like hi, Aylin, like, how are you? Like, here's so you again. Here's, like,
0: the kid I'm raising. Her name is Evangeline. <laughs>
1: <Like>. <laughs> so, um, this is the kid I'm raising. We're kind of um, tight. Um, do you have any, like, food in the fridge that she can eat? Like, thanks.
0: And then <laughs> the way she killed Aylin and then just, like, watched him choke on his own blood. Like,
1: ah, oh, And then the way that she became, like, a C... She became, like, a C... Monster, Like, she literally became the most, like, powerful shapeshifter, like, in the entire series. Literally, even Dorian was, like, when he was learning to shapeshift, he was, like, he had no idea how, like, Lysandra did it. Because Dorian was literally, like, the most powerful being on the, uh, one of the most powerful beings on the planet. And even he couldn't, like, shapeshift into the things that Lysandra did with, like, no effort. And I feel like something that so iconic.
0: nobody talks about, like, at all. Is And I really only remembered this scene when... So you were reading Kingdom of Ash, and you were reading the chapter where, like, the 13 was dying. And so then I had my book. Or maybe... I didn't read this with you. I read this when my friend Amara was reading this, like, same scene. Mm. And I was reading, like, along with her, because I didn't quite remember the order that everything transpired in. Whatever. Not important. And, um... Mm. And... Manon was, like, basically was, like, I need to go and, like, disable these witch towers, you know? But, like, Abraxos mm. was just, like, hurt really badly. And then, um, and then this was, like, before the 13, we're, like, oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do it. But she was, like, I need to go. I need to go up. I need to go. Up. Like, I need a wyvern. And she's, like, Lysandra, shift into a wyvern. And Lysandra's, like, I just got hurt. Like, I just need, like, ten minutes and then Manon's like, no, we need to go now. And then that's like the thirteen stepped up or whatever. But I feel like everyone's forgetting that mm-hmm. Lysandra was literally about to go into like a death trap for this. She was like, I'll go be your
1: wyvern. Uh, <laughs> uh, the only complaint I had about Lysandra's character is because of her past, she had such little self respect for herself, I know. and and so she would always push herself farther than she could. And I was like, Lysandra, you're a queen, like come on like you can you can ask for like a break you can ask for a rest like literally the amount of times that lysandra like passed out from exhaustion in this series was too many and honestly part of it it, a big contributor to why i started getting pissed at aelin and eos was she was pushing lysandra and i was like and i was like honestly like this is your first like kind of girlfriend after ansel and we all Mm. know how that worked out (laughs) and i'm just like you're literally like giving Rowan more breaks than Lysandra. I'm like, I don't see Rowan shifted into a fucking Lochness monster every five <laughs> minutes. Okay, like settle down and then, um, yeah. And so it was just like, yeah, Lysandra. Just her character development was one of my favorites for sure. And then I loved how in Kingdom of Ash, a very badass moment was after kind of Adian pushed her into the snow. I loved how after that it was it actually kind of helped you know even though that moment was horrible Lysandra arguably that moment made her gain a lot of self respect for herself because oh, for it was sure. so bad Us to watch her go up to 80 and it'd be like look like I loved you and I was ready to wait for you but if you're not going to treat me with the respect I deserve then like I'm leaving and you are going to just have to miss what you could have had and I was like yes Lysandra you tell him
0: yeah that was really good I agree with you completely
1: um
0: okay I feel stand Lysandra for clear skin <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like we should talk about some of the couples, but I think the main one we should talk about is Alita and Larkin, because we haven't talked about either of the characters yet. So let's talk about them like as a couple. Yeah,
1: Alita I know. I was Larkin. wondering, I was like, if we don't talk about Alina and Larkin, someone's going to cover us. I know. <laughs> um Alita and Larkin, they're... Okay, we... I feel like I need to bring up the thing that you told me on the phone that we usually bring it up now. We think that... Uh, I oh, agree yeah. with you. We think that Alina and Lorcan, Sarah is not like a couple that Sarah J Mass feels like as passionate about as the other ones. And we really think that Alina and is something more like her editor told her to do. Because yeah. whenever you watch interviews of Sarah J Maas talking about couples, she's all her favorite couple. She's always like, oh, like A Rowan, like Reese and Farah, like Dorian and Manon. But you know, ne- I've never heard her say a single like good thing about Alina and I
0: know. And I feel, yeah. But... Aline and Lorcan, they were a character in the context of, when I was reading the novel, I loved them. I loved them. And it even came back when, like, you were reading it, Olivia, and, like, I had, you know, I was seeing mm. you, like, give me your updates and stuff like that. And when my other friend was reading it, I tell you about Aline and Lorcan. I'm like, oh, they're amazing. But then, they never for, I can't explain it, they never, like, stick with me. Like, you know, when, like, I'm not reading the series, mm-hmm. or, like, don't know someone's reading the series, like, I don't think about them, like,
1: which is crazy, exactly. because they were really, like, a very epic love, I know, they were. Like,
0: and then whenever I, like, read anything about them, like, any quotes from them or whatever, like, I'm, not, I'm like, oh, I love them. Like, they're such a good couple. And then I just like forget about them again. I can't explain it. <laughs> but they do love them true. a lot.
1: <laughs> very true. Like, I love... I feel like... Honestly, I feel like a lot of people feel the same. Like, we all love Lead and Logan, but... Are they ever gonna be in like in my top ten couples? Weirdly no. Like, but it's weird because I do love them with like the same passion as maybe I do. Like Well the thing like, I don't for know, me like, another couple. Mm.
0: The thing for me and this is gonna be a kind of a controversial opinion because BookTalk loves this trope. I'm not a huge fan of the oh, he hates everyone but you trope
1: yeah I'm not a
0: huge like there's definitely exceptions to the rule and like a leave and Lord is one of them like I do like I love them as a couple but it's definitely not like a favorite trope of mine like they have to at least have like mm. like even if they like come across as like cold to like the general population, but then you find, like, kind of like, uh, Rhysand from Akatar, he, like, kind of came off as cold to everyone else, but he still had, like, his, like, circle of friends, like, we found in Akamaki, like, his circle, his inner circle that he was, you mm. know, and I'm talking about Reese from the main trilogy, obviously, but you get what I'm saying, right? Like, they have to have, like, other people, yeah. that, for me, they have to have, like, other people that they like, too, mm. and it's not that Lurkin didn't, it's just, I don't know, not a huge...
1: i feel like when you put it in the context of real life though like that trope it would just be so uncomfortable and it's just plain rude like if you look at it because yeah i feel like by the end of kingdom of ash like i do get what you're saying because i feel like there's that thing too of um they're talking about kind of like who they're going to invite to the christmas party and i feel and it and look and they're kind of like oh we have to invite Lorcan and then you know it's a joke we're like we'll invite Lorcan because like elite or whatever well, but honestly yeah. when I'm thinking about it in detail I'm like honestly like Lorcan these people like have saved Lorcan's ass like time and time again probably more than he deserves like the least he can do is show them a bit of kindness and make an effort but he doesn't even like do that and I just like I get it a little bit in like Empire Storms because he was going through a little bit of like trauma and he was very kind of confused on who he was and his identity but by the end of Kingdom of Ash he's very comfortable with who he is and he knows that he's going to stay in Aelin's court you know for as long as the lead's there but I'm just like the least you could do is like make an effort uh, which is yeah but people don't agree with that opinion
0: I don't know I think that I never was able to completely forgive Lorcan for what he did summoning Maeve. And, like, I understand that, like, oh, he did it for a lead or whatever. And then that just really goes back to, the, like, oh, he hates everyone but you, Trip. Like, he's literally willing to risk everyone else for a lead. And I just, like, didn't fully
1: agree yeah. with that. Like, I feel like and, the fact that the only way that Aylan could kind of trust Lorcan was by him taking the blood oath, like, said a lot. And I was like, Yeah, oh, and so
0: goodness. while I do love Lorcan and Elite, they're not, like, my favorite couple of the series but whenever I do read scenes of them I'm always like oh my god that's adorable you know what I mean like I don't dislike them as a couple it's just I find that they don't really stick with me throughout mm, yeah fair enough when I I'm think. not reading the series that makes
1: sense mm. I feel like for me it has a lot to do with the fact I like lead and Lorcan together but like separately I don't like I don't know, I know much. how much fan <laughs> I, I am of Lorcan yeah, yeah yeah
0: and the and the thing yeah for sure so really like them as a couple but yeah, that's my opinions. I don't have super strong opinions on them. Like, I like them. They're cute. I was super happy they ended up together. I thought it was really cute how he binded his life to hers. Um, I love their mm-hmm. development, but that's about all my thoughts.
1: Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough, dude. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to... Uh like, this bit, there's a lot of characters in this series that are really iconic that honestly we could talk about for ages because even the side characters like Fenris and Gabrielle, they were only there for the end, but, like, they still are very complex in their own ways. And, like, I could talk about them for a hot minute, like, both of them. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's a very, like... Uh, Throne of Glass is just such a good series, like, it's so complex, and I feel like that's such a huge reason why it kind of sticks on book talk because you literally can talk about it forever, like, it feels like sometimes. Not us, reaching um, our and... hour, talking about it, <laughs>
0: and we could still, like, go, like, Olivia and I have talked about this series, I don't, okay, I would genuinely be a little terrified to get the statistics of the amount of hours we've talked about thrown of Glass. Like, I genuinely wouldn't want to know. Like, if someone's like, oh, yeah, you guys can hear the statistics for the amount of time you and Olivia have talked about thrown of Glass, I'd be like, nothing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> thing, if I learnt that statistic, I would, like, never tell anybody, you know, what's the point in knowing it. In fact, I would make an effort to not tell the people that statistic, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um. And, like... Literally, this <laughs> podcast episode's such like a proof, such a prime example, though, of like at the start of the episode, yeah, we're going to talk about like characters and our favorite plots and everything. Us like l- an hour later, so we talked about it for a total of like eight characters or nine characters today.
0: Mm-hmm. So th- <laughs> and the thing is, we had to like veer ourselves off from like tangents. Because-
1: <laughs> we, yes we our amazing segues
0: amazing segues we're just gonna this just means we're gonna have to make another podcast episode where we go into all this stuff that we didn't talk about today like you know how we like analyze you, you know how we analyze characters today we need to do another one where we just analyze the couples like all the couples in the same way we just analyzed all the characters
1: I was gonna say we could analyze the plot, but sure, we'll, we'll analyze the plot. You know, was. the
0: plot is the rom the romance is the plot. Um, don't really know. but Zone of Glass!
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. This is not Akita. Okay, mm-hmm. the plot was
0: good, but I can't analyze it because it's just what happened, happened. <laughs>
1: <laughs> True. You can't really have an oh, opinion fair on it. <laughs> But I do want to talk iconic scenes, though, at some point. That'll be the next part. We could do
0: couples slash most iconic scenes of the series, because there definitely were a lot. Like,
1: that... You and I both know we are only going to end up doing one of those things. We'll be like, (laughs) okay, so it's been an hour, and we only talked about Dorian and Manon. So thank you so much for watching. Next episode, we might be into, like, Rowan and Alien. Maybe. We We might
0: continue where we left off here,
1: though. Uh, Too silly. But, like... <laughs> yeah. Um this is just gonna become a whole series. It's just gonna be like every few
0: weeks we make like, <laughs> like <laughs> a new episode where we analyze something new from Thorn of Glass. So I've decided I didn't run it by Olivia. I didn't run it by Yeah, bio this
1: bio. is me finding out now. This is how we make um like <laughs> official podcast decisions. It's all very oh yeah. Um it's all very, very official and professional here. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, um, but I feel like if we go any further, we are going to have to start paying extra for our plan that we have to post the specific amount of time of podcast hours that we do a month. So um, I don't know. Is there anything else we want to quickly add on here today? or are we just going to finish it up.
0: I don't think so. I think that I think that that's all my well. That's a lie. It's definitely not all my thoughts, but it's all my thoughts for today. So I think we're we're set. So make
1: sure all our thoughts for today. That is a key <laughs> today key word is keyword. word. Um, so <laughs> um, thanks so much for listening. Yeah, make sure you guys eighty people some, that did.
0: No, only eighty of you are allowed to be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you're listener number eighty-one, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> not
0: that they would have any idea, but it's okay.
1: Um, yeah. We'll know. We'll, we'll find know. you. <laughs>
0: no. We don't know. She's being sarcastic. I feel like I need to apologize for you, Olivia. This is like
1: <laughs> Oh, you're stopping me from getting cancelled. How kind. She's so sweet. Get you a friend that stops you from getting cancelled. We love that. Yeah,
0: she doesn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my um, gosh.
1: But um Yeah, thanks
0: for listening. Make sure to subscribe to new episodes every Wednesday and
1: We'll see you guys next week. Go follow us. Oh,
0: yeah. Go follow us. Two Girls Who Read podcast.
1: We're pretty fun. We're pretty fun. Uh, I'm at Grace underscore and she's at the book readers. We never say that at the end of the podcast, but today's a special day. What can we say? Today's a special day. Woohoo. Woohoo. Love that. Okay. See you next week. Bye. Bye.